Welcome, everybody, to Inscripted Unlimited. Uh, we got a big episode tonight. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm, I'm here Doug. with Doug. And uh, we got our fucking brown buddy Bobby in. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Am I yes, sir. Uh, yeah, can you hear us, call, or am I... I hear you, Dougie. All right. Well, you could probably hear <laughs> You probably hear me all the way from Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, bud? That means I got a big mouth. <laughs> He's loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. I thought uh, you were trying you? to throw shade at me, dude. No, no, Bobby. I'm He's not. so defensive now. Yeah. But uh, uh, we're here to talk about our favorite comedic actors, and we're doing a comedy actor tier list. Pretty much the only guideline is if you've done a comedy movie. Pretty much, yeah. or TV show. If you have comedy performances on film or TV, you're right. eligible for this list. Yeah, and it could be stand-ups do not count. Stand-ups do not count. You can use stand-ups as long as they've been in something. It's not. We're not basing it on their stand-up career. Right. So it could be leading role, could be a uh, a backup role, whatever. Like you know, a supporting a supporting role. What the technical term? Is. Yeah. Uh, Do they uh, have to be in a film for more than 10 seconds? (laughs) Ideally, I know what you're trying to get at, but ideally... Tim Dillon was only in a movie for 10 seconds. No, he wasn't. Like like their cameos count. Because, for instance, Joe Rogan was in Here Comes the Boom for about five seconds. Cameos count, but you're all but you're judging Joe Rogan on that. You're not judging Joe Rogan on his stand up and the Joe Rogan experience. You're ju- judging him for the ten minutes where he or ten seconds where he smiles at Kevin James. Or, of course, but you know, I'm just wondering on, if cameos count. Uh, yeah, cameos can count. Yeah, all right. For that was just an example of a cameo. We're just not talking about extras and shit that nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Talking well, yeah. From New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's well, you know what, Doug? As a Bob from New York, Bob from New Hampshire might be a fucking good guy. Why don't you pipe down? I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying he's not a good he's guy. Right. He could be a great guy, great asset to the community, <laughs> and all that. I'm just saying, is that like if he had a non-speaking role in the fucking Parent Trap? <laughs> that it, well, I mean, Joe Rogan had a non-speaking role. Not in the Parent Trap. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Rogan and Lindsay Lohan in a film? Yeah. Uh, you know, pre-Lindsay Lohan drug phase. <laughs> Dude, that entire movie would just be Joe questioning her cocaine addiction. He's like, what are you doing, Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried psychedelics? <laughs> and then Joey Coco Diaz in the background would be like, Joe, just get her on weed. She'll be fine. Give her an edible. She'll be all right. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, let's go through our five tiers, uh, or six, right? Our six tiers that we're going to be ranking these people in. We got the best of the best, basically the goats, the the funniest. The If this person comes out with a movie, if they're a lead in a movie, you're going to buy a ticket right the fuck now. Then we have hilarious, which is just a step below that. You're right there. It's the funniest, but not quite the best. And then we have just funny. You know, they're they're okay. They're pretty good. They're yeah. funny. You know, you'll watch it. Mediocre, which is, eh, you know, 
Uh, and then you have dull, which is like you really don't want to see the movie they're in. And complete ass cheeks, which mean everything they do fucking sucks. Yeah, and depending on some of the actors that get brought up here tonight, some of my takes might be <clears throat> controversial, but because there's some guys that are like uh, considered like goats as far as comedy goes, and I think they suck. Yeah. And there's some guys that not a lot of people like, but I happen to find them funny. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I wanted us all to do our own list, because I'm sure our opinions on maybe some of these might be the same, but I think a lot we're going to I think you on. and I might kind of be on the same page. Maybe. Yeah, on some things. I, on some things. Uh, you and Bobby haven't been... You and Bobby don't even read the same book. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's not completely true, especially with, with some comedy. But uh, yeah. let's get into it. I, when you did that uh, comic podcast, I can't even remember what it's called. It's been so... The Web Cave, baby. Yeah. Uh, when you guys did the Web Cave, I don't think you guys ever agreed. Don't worry. Me, me and Daniel got a new pod coming in, so... Yeah, we'll be back. Good. Uh, we'll be back. I mean, I, I think you guys agreed on the name, but I think that's how you agreed on it, the entire history of the show. <laughs> you know what, Doug? I think we should move on to the episode now instead of throwing shade. <laughs> yeah, Doug. <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. All I co- said is that you and Bobby don't agree. That was the cartoon podcast going for you. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, all right. Let, let's start <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll go first just to give a, a blank example. I think we, we're all going to throw out a name. It'll go me, Bobby, you, Doug. All right. Uh, I'm going to start with one of my favorites, and I know it's somebody you really like, R.I.P. Chris Farley. He, so I mean, what's funny is that, like, the two movies where he had, well, I, you know, he had a starring role in three movies. Tommy uh, Boy, Black Sheep, and... Almost Heroes. Yes. Because he was in that movie with Matthew Perry. He had uh, Black Sheep, Tommy Boy, Kill Bill, Almost Heroes. He did a Kill Bill. Was it? Or not Kill Bill. Um, Beverly Hills. Oh, Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Ninja. Ninja or something. Yeah. So, and then he had that other movie where he was a co-lead with Adam Sandler, the Airheads. Yeah, where he played he played the cop. That was actually I think that was actually I think one of his first film roles. It was. So, I believe it was one of his first. So. He kind of played more of the serious, well, not serious, but like he wasn't as big of a bonehead in Airheads as, yeah. But in his other movies, I actually enjoyed his all of his movies that he was in. And then his final film role was uh, Dirty Work with uh, Norman Artie. He played the guy who got his nose bit off by a Saigon prostitute. Yeah, and then there's the um, the recordings of him when he was recording Shrek before he died. Because he was going to be Shrek, right? Yeah, they have. If you go on YouTube, you can YouTube it. They've got like all the roles, like all the voice lines that he performed right before he died. Because he died while making that movie. Oh, that would have been a different. Uh... Yeah, Chris Farley is Shrek, right? 
Yeah, Chris Farley Shrek. He you can go have. on YouTube yeah. and you can do he it. He filmed and it's, the it's whole thing pretty much. Yeah, and, you and can literally go on YouTube and you can go on YouTube and you can watch the whole dialogue and it's Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy going back and forth as uh, Shrek and Donkey. Yes, that would have been gold. Yeah, I've seen the clips and also they, they reached out to his little brother to finish it, but he refused. Uh, but yeah. which you know, teach their own, but. It's so weird to hear Shrek without the Scottish accent. That's, yeah. And we'll get to the guy who does that later, I'm sure. But uh, it, I wonder how Chris Farley Shrek would have done. But for Tommy Boy, to me, for Tommy Boy alone, and I don't mind That's Black Sheep. I like Black Sheep. And he, he's done some – and SNL, you can't really – you can kind of count it, but you can't really because it's kind of the same thing as stand-up. But for those movies that he's did – I'm going to put him at hilarious. I don't know if I can go best of the best. If he would have fucking a few more years and a few more things, 100%. A few more. Gone too soon. A few more movies, and he would be at best in the best. Yes. Hold on. I disagree. I disagree. We'll give you. What's up? Talk to me. I think think because of Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is one of the goaded comedy movies of all time. It is. That is the reason why Chris Farley is in the best of the best because he has a top shelf comedy movie. Yeah, that's, which is Tommy Boy. Got, yeah, that's true. Well, and that's, that's a hit. It's a hell of a hit. Well, and here's it the don't thing. matter. Tommy he's got Boy. one. Most 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 actors that we're going to put in this best of the best list have one movie that could be considered for that top shelf of comedy movies, and Farley is one of those people who has one movie. So that's the reason why I consider him right. best of the best. He's right. He's definitely right, and I am going to change mine. I think I'm not because I'm going to be my own man, but I appreciate yeah. the peer pressure, Doug. Uh, but here here's the thing about Chris about Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is one of like my top ten favorite movies. Yeah. Probably in my top five, right? Yeah. Uh, and because of that role, because of Tommy, because not only does Tommy is Chris Farley a goof in that movie, which I'm sure he was in real life. Yes. But he is also very kind, very sensitive. Uh, he's a very generous guy. He's going out there. He's there for his friends. Him and David Spade had a awesome chemistry in that movie. Yeah, you're right. It's not just that he's funny. That he plays a good role in that. That's a great performance. He does. One of the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that final boardroom scene where he straps the, the road flares to his chest to get in there to talk to Dan Aykroyd's character, and I'm sure we'll get to Dan Aykroyd later. Uh and he negotiates, he gets Dan Aykroyd's character to order brake pads so they can keep the because they already know that Rob Lowe's character, you know, who plays a stepbrother in the movie, Rob Lowe and Bo Derek, are, you know, they conned their way. Like, they sabotaged Tommy and Richard's attempts to uh, to save the company. Right. But they got in there, and when they read the police report, and David Spade, in that entire scene, said maybe two sentences uh, and um, Tommy's just like, but Tommy, uh, when he's reading the uh, police radio, he goes, Paul Barish, married May 1993 to Beverly Barish, Beverly uh, Barish, a.k.a. Beverly Burns. Richard, how could 
Beverly be married to Paul and my dad at the same time? Interesting. And David Spade's character, Richard, just like, yes, provocative. <laughs> that was his first line in this, because it's like a five-minute fucking scene, right? Yeah. And it, it, we're three minutes into the scene, and that's David Spade's first, like, line into the thing. Well, at first, when that first, that scene first starts, Tommy, as they're signing everything over, Tommy opens up the door, goes, got a second? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, you know, his uh, some of the like top board members are just like, oh my god, we're gonna die because they see this idiot with a bomb on his chest. Yeah, and there's a lot of iconic lines. Tommy <laughs> want wingy, come yeah. on. Or like when he starts, uh, when he makes his first sale with the brake pads. Yeah, and he's just like, and he says, you know, Ted, you know, next thing you know, uh. A burglar breaks into your house and your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> there you or go, like, Bob. You got him going on Tommy Boy. Now. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Or like uh, one of my other favorite lines in the movie too, and then I'll stop, I promise, <laughs> is uh, he had been trying all movie to try to get the line right that his father would use about the butcher and the uh, T-bone. And he kept screwing it up. And when he's finally, you know what? I can uh, get a good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up a bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. And that look of, oh, my God, I finally got it right. And Richard's over there giving him the thumbs up. Yeah. And uh, Tommy's girlfriend's looking at Richard like, what the hell? That movie is iconic from top to bottom. You both made fucking kind of made me want to put them in best of the best. I'm going to keep them in hilarious for now. Uh, Bobby, who's your, who's your uh, first name that you're throwing in the head here? All right, he's one of my all-time favorites. I used to watch one of his movies every single night when I was a kid, when I went to bed at night, and that is the one in the great Jack Black. Oh. Okay, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this for me. Some of his film role, I'm not a big fan of his movies. Oh, Jesus. Okay. But he has had a couple of really good ones. I liked him in Saving Silverman when he had the backup role. Yeah, that that's that's an odd one to pick out of his catalog, but yeah. Uh, his, <laughs> his starring roles. Has he, I, I'm not yeah. a fan of School of Rock. I'm not a fan of Shallow Hell. Uh, dude. Oh, what? Shallow oh, Hell I'll give you. Right now. School of Rock is School an all-time classic. I never really liked the movie. I understand. I just, but I don't know if I can. I actually don't know if I I love School of Rock. Shallow Hell is kind of... You said we weren't going to agree on stuff, well, and you're fucking throwing me down the river now? Yeah, well, that's... We're ten what, minutes into the show, for Christ's sake. Well, that's the fun part about it, right? Actually, 15 minutes. Shallow Hell, I'll give you, because to me, it's just kind of mean towards fat checks. <laughs> Shallow Hell's kind of mean towards fat checks. Technically, so are we. Uh, it's a, kind of a distasteful movie, but School of Rock is a classic. Has he had just School of Rock? Could never get the, into um, School of Rock is one of my favorites, and his Goosebump redo is good, and his his co lead in the new Jumanji movies is hilarious. When Jack Black has to act like the black kid, it's maniacally hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And when he has to act like the girl, wasn't he? Yeah, he's talking about the first movie. Yeah, in the first movie, he was the girl. In the second movie, he was the black kid. And he had to play like a black guy in the movie. It was funny. Yeah, and when you're in a movie 
when you're stealing the show from The Rock and Kevin Hart, yeah. it's pretty impressive. Well, and he did, I, especially I did, in that first I did one. like the first. I didn't see the second one, but I saw the first one. I did like it. So. When he's training the girl the on the confidence issues. Yeah. When he's yeah. training the girl with and the confidence the issues. Oh, go ahead, Bob. Yeah. And then he's the... Um, fuck, what was I going to say? He just did another thing recently. Oh, oh uh, he did the, he's Kung Fu... And, and uh, yeah, he's Bowser in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, and let's be honest, and Peach was like a number one song. <laughs> like, he, he, not only in Tenacious D, come on. Yeah. T- the hey, I didn't even... I wasn't... I, was, I didn't even get to that yet, dude. The Pick of Destiny, that is a hilarious movie. Let's go. You know... Has he had some misses? Sure. I, I've, I lost my virginity to Nacho Libre. It has a soft spot in my heart. Nacho Libre, not a that's great another movie. one, dude. It's not in year one, one, that one movie with fucking that one weird dude from Superbad. I forgot his name. The the Michael Cera. Caveman. Yeah, Michael yeah, Sarah. The called Year One. They're cavemen. That's a funny movie. To me, when I think of Jack Black, I think of high highs, and I think he does have some low lows. I I, I do see what you're saying as well. Uh, I mean, I, I I hate to do it. But I mean, I'm putting him in. For me, he's mediocre. Okay. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. All right, uh, Bobby, where are you putting Jack Black then? Where are you gonna rank him? I'm I'm stuck between best of the best and hilarious. I I'm gonna put him in hilarious because I think. There's movies of him that I will skip. There's movies that I love, and just like how we said about, he's had hits. To me, I can watch School of Rock right now and find it hilarious. I can watch his role in Jumanji and find it hilarious. He just had a huge hit being Bowser in Super Smash Brothers and gross and how many hundreds of millions of dollars. The man is and has always been very good. But there's still something kind of stopping him. He is still capable of a box office bomb right? every once in a while. Not that that's the criteria here, but uh, I'm going to go hilarious. I went hilarious, too. That's where I had him originally, and then I deleted it, but I've been throwing back to hilarious. All right, Dougie, who is your first name you're throwing in the arena here? All right, so this one is kind of... This one is going to be kind of kind of weird. Well, actually, no. I, I'm not going to go with this guy first. I'm going to go with somebody else. I'm going to go Eddie Murphy. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I'm going to stop you and just say best of the best. We don't even got to fucking <laughs> debate it. He he would be considered best. You know, we talked earlier on about Chris Farley. You know, it, or Bobby said it just takes one movie from Chris Farley to put him in best of the best. You can almost say that about Eddie Murphy, too. Well, and Eddie yeah. Murphy. Eddie Murphy's got a couple. Up there. Well, no, you, you could say that just one movie could put Eddie Murphy in best of the best. Beverly Hills, yeah, but he's yeah. got a bunch. And, and, you know, Beverly Hills exactly. Cop, Coming to America, Trading Places, uh, is another good Coming one. Coming to America is my Coming favorite. Coming to America. Uh, that second one kind of blew, though. I'm not gonna lie. The second one wasn't that great, but the first one is one of the all-time like best, like. Mm-hmm. Comedy movies of all time. Coming to America is a hilarious movie. The Nutty Professor. There's the Nutty Professor is a good there. one too. 
Nutty Professor's good. Doctor Doolittle's fun. Oh my! I I enjoyed the first one more than I enjoyed. Daddy Daycare. Actually, no, the first one and the second one were really good. Daddy's Daycare was fucking awesome, hilarious. He he's made great family friendly movies, and like you were saying with the one movie, Beverly Hills Cop is enough to put him in best of the best. Yeah, and he had two good Beverly Hills Cop movies. And by the way, a fourth one is coming to Netflix. It's got everybody except Ronnie Cox. What's up, Bob? You're forgetting about another all-time great movie that Eddie Murphy did, and that's Harlem Nights with Richard Pryor. Of course. Oh, shit. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, course. 48 Hours with Nick Nolte. He's done so much. Yep. He he felt like the guy at a certain point. He was the guy. And there's a few guys on here that, that was the guy. He's one of those that was really the, the guy. And he's there's two movies of his I don't like. The Adventures of Pluto Nash which is a weird space comedy that bombed hard, and I did not like it that much. And I'm not a fan of Norbit. Norbit? Oh, Norbit was funny. I like I'm that not movie. A fan. I don't like his new one he did with Jonah Hill. I like that movie. That movie was way too racy and way too tri- like race divided. Kind of I didn't preachy. like that. It was a bit preachy. I see what you're saying. There's... But I, I, I don't like lines. movies. I, I don't like movies that... Man, that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah. It was a mediocre, that was a mediocre movie. Yeah. yeah. And then I was also not a fan of the movie he did with De Niro, that Showtime. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I he's best of the best for me. I'm, that's where I'm putting him. He's done too. way too much good shit. I mean, and also, Even, too, if, if you look at it, too... You know, we talked about it earlier. Shrek. You know, he he was the donkey. Oh, yeah. How did we almost... That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite Eddie Murphy performance is donkey. Iconic role. Iconic. Yeah. That's like, He can, like, just do that forever, and it's fine. And he kind of <laughs> did. Uh, that franchise has, like, what, eight installments in it or something? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I and I can't wait for Beverly Hills Cop 4 to come out on Netflix because oh, yeah. they're, they are going... To uh, fix what they broke with Beverly Hills Cop Three, yeah, because everybody's back in it. Paul Reiser's going to be back in it. Uh, you know, John Ashton, who played Sergeant Taggart, he's back in it. The only original char- character from the movie, if from the movies, the original like r- regular character that's not coming back is Bogomil Ronnie Cox, but that's also because he's ninety-seven years old. That makes sense. All right, we're circling around back to me. I want to go with somebody who is truly a comedic actor because he's never really done stand-up that much. I'm going with Vince Vaughn. Some of his stuff misses for me sometimes, but he's had a really – I am put. I would put him in hilarious yeah. for three reasons. What are the three? Dodgeball. Of course. Because <laughs> I love that movie. Of course. Uh, I think even though this movie was absolute dog shit, I loved his role in it, The Watch. Oh, the Neighborhood Watch movie? Yeah, yeah. that was funny. I, I think, well, no, I think the movie sucked. But <laughs> I think he was... He was good at it. I, I think he was the brightest spot in that movie. That, getting him, Jonah, and Ben Stiller together was fun, though. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not a Ben Stiller guy. Yeah, I know. But, I'm not either. And then there was a – I was watching a couple 
clips of it. I forgot what movie I was watching a couple clips off of. Uh, there's so many. I, I There's so many. Four, like Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon. That's a funny movie. Four Christmases. And Wedding Crashers with Owen Wilson. You can't forget that either. That's probably his biggest box office yeah. movie. That movie fucking killed it. Uh, to me, the, especially the one that put him in like prominence, Old School with Will Ferrell. That, that would be the third movie that... Yeah. Old School was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, and the Google movie, the internship with Owen Wilson. Yes, the internship with Owen was very good. Internship, and then what about the one, uh, The Dilemma, with Kevin James? Yes, that was Very good underrated. It is underrated. <laughs> yep. and, like, and then you got one the... As the moral compass. Yeah. Which he could do. It was funny in that slasher movie where he it was like Freaky Friday where the slasher with the girl. Yeah, with that, that Olivia Newton, uh, Freaky. It's just called yeah. Freaky. Yeah, and then the um, the Fred Claus movie, the Christmas movie. That's a funny one, too. The most underrated Christmas movie of all time. That's the, <laughs> one, I, that's the one I kept, uh, kept was trying to think of. We watched that this this past Christmas. Yeah, and it was a box office bomb. But him and Giamatti but were it's funny. it's a good movie. Yeah. He's been in so much good shit, and like he started his career with an iconic catchphrase of like that dude in Swingers and Vegas Baby and stuff. Yeah. And that's not the like best example, but that's a young Vince Vaughn and him showing his What's potential. What's that movie? What's that movie What's he's in with Jennifer Aniston? The Breakup. Oh, so good. yeah, that's a that funny movie still too. Comes up. That's still like a video that'll still like in my algorithm when she's like talking about his perverted brother and he's like, don't talk about the sexual habits of my family members. What about your sister? And she's like, she's been through a lot. And he's like, a dick. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) Uh, Hilarious. 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 Oh, yeah. I totally agree. He's almost there. A couple more. And I think he's always around people. Like, Wedding Crashers is Owen Wilson, too. And Owen does a lot in that movie. I think that there's stuff like that keeping him from being best of the best. But he's still one of my favorites. All right, Bobby. All right, I'm going to toss one that might be a little lower on the list here. Dane Cook. Not really a fan. Well, here's the thing. Good Luck Chuck was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. <laughs> and him Good fucking Luck the Chuck was, Good Luck Chuck was hilarious, and so was Employee of the Month. Yeah. He had a little run, just like his stand-up career. He had a nice little run. Okay, I if, if we're talking stand-up, if we're talking stand-up, Dane Cook's Vicious Circle is one of the best stand-ups of all time. Yes. Yes. He, he's... It's crazy how he was kind of overrated and underrated at the same time. And people like to shit on him, but he had his own brand and style of comedy that worked very well. Uh, when it comes was to funny, movies, very funny. He's only had a couple of movies. They are really funny, but I don't think it's enough. I'm just putting him in funny. Me too. That's where I put him was funny. Oh, I'm going to put him in mediocre. Only because I've never really seen him. Like, I never Did you, saw- you didn't see Good Luck Chuck? I, you never, I, I, I did of the month. Good Luck Chuck. Was that with Jessica Alba? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. I love Employee, Employee of the Month. month. Employee oh, my of the God, month. dog. That, that's a classic. It's a good movie. It's a very funny movie. You should definitely show Doug that movie, Dan. Let's watch it tonight. 
We'll uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. Who's your name, Doug? All right. So I'm going with somebody. It's so we're going to kind of go smaller screen, you know, television. Because uh, this guy is really funny. But the issue is, is that he was never really given a chance in uh, in the world of TV sitcoms because a lot of his stuff would bomb. But he is funny. Richard Lewis. Okay. Uh, so, as far as, like, movies go, I think... A lot of people will best remember Richard Lewis as uh, from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Because he was the uh, King Richard's brother. <clears throat> For anybody that uh, on the small screen that remembers him will remember him as uh, Diller in Hiller and Diller alongside Kevin Nealon. Which was a very funny show, but the issue was he uh you know they didn't have good ratings so they were canceled after about 13 episodes wasn't he in that sitcom with jamie lee curtis too what is like anything but love or something like that or anything for love or whatever i think so i think that ran for a little while that ran for about four seasons but they kept uh retook and it was getting good ratings but the problem is is that they were always doing short seasons yeah, because uh, I'm not as familiar in the stuff I've seen. It's not my favorite. I'm yeah. going to go dull. Yeah, and here's the thing with him. I kind of wish we were doing stand-up, too, because I, I do enjoy his stand-up. I think he's very funny. He's got that Lewis Black sense of humor. Yeah. And if you look at him and Lewis Black side by side, you would think they were identical twins. Yeah. Lewis uh, Black is hilarious. I love Lewis exactly. Black. Lewis Black's the fucking man. I like Lewis Black, too. Uh, oh, and he was in the movie Wagons East, which was actually John Candy's second-to-last movie. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he was in... Um, yeah, Anything But Love is the name of the show with... Uh, so where are you putting him? I'm going to put him in mediocre again. He's one of my favorites, but if we're judging by his career, I just I can only put him in mediocre. Well, judge by what you like. It doesn't matter if it was successful or not, if yeah. you liked it. I personally like the guy. I think he's funny. I just think that he was given bad breaks because he either, like, they weren't ready for it. Because yeah. if you look at anything but love, the sitcom with Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis coming off successful, the scream, not the scream. Oh, you son of a bitch. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming off Hall- the Halloween franchise and Trading Places, which were her two, two of her uh, biggest successes in film. Yes. Uh, and she gets a TV sitcom. She's not necessarily a sitcom actress, but you know, uh, Richard Lewis as uh, as her kind of love interest at the time, Marty, uh, which I, I swear to God, he oh, somehow his character always seems to be named Marty <laughs> and whatever the hell he's in. 
because uh, I think even when he was in Seventh Heaven, I think his name was Marty Glass. Yeah. He was the rabbi. Uh, personally, I like him. So I'm going to put him in at least funny, because I do think he's funny. Okay. Bobby, you familiar? <clears throat> yeah, I'm here. Richard Lewis, where would you put him? Are you are you familiar with? I put him, him in. I put him in dog because I'm not too familiar. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm gonna throw in a kind of a controversial one, probably. I don't. I, to me, you either love this guy or you hate this guy, and he's had some bombs and stuff. I'm going with Jamie Kennedy, uh, the son of the mask himself. <laughs> son of the mask. Uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Malibu's Most Wanted. He was also in a, in, in a movie with Edge. Yeah. He did the movie with Bobby Lee, too, Kicking It Old School. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's had some fun. Of course, he's known as Randy from Scream. Yeah. Even though that's not. And he had a uh, television series. Yeah. Well, it was kind of. The it, Jamie Kennedy Experiment. Yeah. But that's more reality yeah. show-ish. I kind of put him in mediocre. Yeah. Me, too. I do think he's got funny in him. I think there's some funniness in him. But uh, he never, besides I feel like he kind of peaked after Scream. And that wasn't really a comedic performance. It, it was a comedic performance from him, but it wasn't a comedy movie, really. Yeah, it was, but he was the funniest guy in the movie. Yeah. You wanted to see him survive. And you did in the first one. But then they had to keep making secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Bobby, who do you got? I'm stuck between a couple guys. We'll go with we'll go with one because I don't think you guys will name both of them. Um, this guy is mainly known for his performance in a hit sitcom, but he has also been a lead man in some movies. And I'm going to go with Jason Segal, also known as Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Ooh. All right. So, How I Met Your Mother. Successful, uh, very successful TV show. Yeah, nine seasons, by the way. And he can, like, the character of Marshall could be an ass, but I liked Marshall. It to me, when you talk about, and even if you're going early on to the start of his career, he was the guy in Freaks and Geeks. Like, you look at Freaks and Geeks, right, and you look at fucking Seth Rogen and James Franco. And then you like, well, Jason Segal was there. And like this show had so many like guys that would go on to fucking kill it. And he was one of them. And he's been in some really good movies too. Yeah, like Knocked Up, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Bad Teacher. Yeah. To me, that's his best performance. And what? Forgetting Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a hilarious movie. Yes. Russell Brand's Uh, in that movie too. Yes. And he uh, he was in that sex tape movie with Cameron Diaz, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Bad Teacher. That was fucking hilarious. Bad Teacher. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're two different movies. He they, they did them both, Bad Teacher and Sex Tape. Yeah. But, uh, oh, okay. Bad Teacher's a funny one, too. But he, he has done some good shit. I, I'll go funny. I'm going to do the same thing just because yeah. I, don't know, I, I, am, I am a fan of of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. To me, though, that's also <clears throat> Neil Patrick Harris is one, is one of the main reasons why. But Jason Segal is very See, underrated. 
Marshall was my favorite character of How I Met Your Mother. I found Neil Patrick Harris to be very irritating in that show. I did not. I was not a Barney Stinson fan at all. That's crazy. <laughs> I did not like Barney. I found him massively irritating. And I'm not a fan of Neil Patrick Harris either. No shade of him. I'm just not a fan of like his work and stuff. Well, no Doogie Howser fans in the building, I guess. I was. <laughs> All right, Bob. So where are you officially putting Seagal, Bobby? I put him in funny as well with Dane, with Dane Cook. Okay. Doug? I put him in uh, funny. No, no, it's your turn. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go. I'm going to name this guy off. He is technically a comedy legend. However, I might piss some people off with where I put him. Yeah. Steve Martin. Ooh. No, best of the best. Cheaper by the dozen. All right. Cheaper Some by the dozen, is... planes, trains, and automobiles, Pink <laughs> Panther. He's an OG, man. Okay. So Martin's just, best kinda, best. just kinda hear me out a little bit. I did not like the Father of the Bride movies. Okay. Okay. I thought they were dumb. Cheaper by the dozen two, because I only saw like clips of the first one. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 is a really good movie, and he's got Eugene Levy to kind of play as, like, the a foil. Yeah. So I really did like that movie. And Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I was a John Candy guy. I mean, yeah, he killed it in that movie. They okay. both had really good roles in the movie. It's an Yeah, I love them both in it. Yeah. But. It's, it's an iconic movie. That some people that we know actually call like very overrated. I disagree with that. Uh, but other than that, like except for like in Cheaper by the Dozen Two and some of the funny lines that he does have in Blaine's Trains and Automobiles, I find him to be very dull. Jeez, really? Yes. No way. Him is He's SNL not as funny as Martin Steven. Short. He's not as funny and as it's... Chevy Chase. <sighs> he is no, the okay. weakest link of the three that. amigos. Oh. Martin Short, I could agree with you, but uh, no way. Steve Martin is way funnier than Chevy Chase. I disagree wholeheartedly. Did you guys like and another reason? And another reason why I think no. Steve Martin isn't, even though it's not an acting credit, he's one of the best fucking banjo players that walks this earth. <laughs> okay. Well, and, he can play a banjo yeah, like a god, dude. He is a god level banjo player. He is really good at it. And he's such—he's a writer too. Like he wrote the Pink Panther movies. Yeah, I don't know. I just met like there's a couple, you know, like I said, a couple of his roles I did like. Everything else, I just find him to be very dull. Okay. I put him in best of the best. Oh shit! Well, that's definitely far. Steve Martin's a legend, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit a bit off. I'm putting him in funny. I mean, I, I'm a fan, and I really like him. But he and he's a legend. He really is a legend. There are people that are funnier than him. He's not my top, my personal favorite list, but I I respect the hell out of him. He did so much, and cheaper by the dozen. I'm actually gonna. I'm going to bump him down the hilarious. Yeah, I, I feel you. My turn. And uh, this guy, 
this guy has he's done some good stuff. He's done some some weird stuff. He's basically known more for I, I would say sitcom, but he's done a lot of movies too. I gotta go with Tim Allen. Oh jeez. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Obviously home improvement was a big but he's done a, some movies too. He's done I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Tim Allen at funny. I'm gonna put Tim Allen at funny. But for one reason is because I think Tim Allen is not he can't do anything that's not funny if it's not politics related. Back in the day he could. Yeah, I mean, like, Home Improvement's not... Like, I, I understand what you're saying with Last Man Standing, but, like, Home Improvement, it wasn't about politics at all. And I don't know. I think he's funny. The only really movie of Tim Allen's that I thoroughly enjoyed was, like, Wild Hogs. And that's, that's because movie. fucking Martin Lawrence is in it. And the and the dad from... Uh, Frank, the yes, actor who played Frank Gallagher. Yes, from Shameless. Yeah. I forgot his name. William H. Macy. Yeah. Uh, I, I screwed up on my list. I'm missing one because they're mediocre. Instead of writing the actor's name, I wrote mediocre. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll find out later who yeah. that is. I put Tim uh, Allen at funny for sure. Tim Allen's funny. All right. You're probably going to... Home, Home Improvement is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. It's number one for me. Santa Claus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The first movie is the best. The second one was okay. Or no, the sec- second one was good. Third one was just okay. You seen the Disney Plus show yet? I started falling out of love with Tim Allen after like seasons six and seven of Last Man Standing. Okay. Uh, because of the politics thing, yeah. I don't agree with his politics. It's I think way he's too political. Somebody wanted to weep then. Uh, I, I think he's I think he's an idiot when it comes to his politics. Yeah, he he can be annoying. Okay, but uh, but as far as his career goes, you have the Santa Claus, you have uh the Disney movie Jungle the Jungle. Uh, somebody knocked over my fudge rounds. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the Disney movie Jungle the Jungle, which he was also in with Martin Short. Oh, yeah. All right. Just like he was in Santa Claus 3 with Martin Short. Uh, so they ha- they have a chemistry with one another. The movie Galaxy Quest, where he was in with Sigourney Weaver, and I forgot who else. But, you know, that was kind of funny. Uh, the movie Joe Somebody. Yeah. All right. And these were all roles that he was taking after Home Improvement had ended. Okay. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. So to me, he is when he start when I first started watching him in Home Improvement, I thought he was best of the best. But then he started coming down. To me, right now, especially after the crap you know that Last Man Standing turned out to be. In those last couple of seasons, to me, he is fun. He's just funny. Yes. Holy shit! All right, Bobby, who do you got? Didn't he say Tim Allen? All right, that was me. <clears throat> this actor is 
ninety percent not known for his comedy for his comedy performances, but he has been in quite a few killer comedy movies. And that's Joe Pesci. <laughs> All right. My cousin Vinny alone puts him in the puts him in hilarious for me. Well, I agree. Uh, and and Home Alone. Don't be yeah, that's a, yeah, about the thank you, thank you. I, I was going to say. Well, my cousin Vinny puts him in the hilarious for me. I would almost put him in best of the best, but he has had some shit. Yeah, but the sticky bandits or whatever the fuck they were. I, they were <laughs> the sticky, or no, they were the wet bandits in the first movie, and then they became the sticky bandits. <laughs> and He was so good at that fucking movie. Yeah, in that movie, and in, in my cousin Vinny. And even... Uh, is even an all-time like, great. All my cousin Vinny is an all-time great. He's an all-time great. And I even liked him in that Buckus with Pete yeah. Davidson, like, like recently. An underrated movie is Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Oh. When he plays a mobster that uh, accidentally <laughs> switched bags with somebody. Yeah. Uh, the guy that's going on vacation or that's going on vacation getting ready to meet his in-laws. To me, Joe Pesci <sighs> Hilarious. I put him in hilarious too. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. As far as an actor overall, he might be best of the best, but I, I'd put him in hilarious. Overall actor, Joe Pesci is one of the best of all time. Yeah. His mafia movies are... Come on, dude. And he was standout performance in a lot of those. 100%. All right, Dougie. All right. I'm going to go with somebody who... Uh, we talked about him a little bit earlier. He did a movie with uh, with Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence. Oh, come on. Best of the best. Uh, I'm sorry. Hilarious. I'm sorry. Hilarious. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I was going to say, he was like. Because the movie with Tim Robbins. I love Big I don't Mama. know, though, man. Cause Martin Lawrence has a lot. The, the Martin Lawrence show, Martin. And then yeah. you got Big Mama's House. You got Blue Streak. You got National Security. You got fucking Bad um, Boys. What's that one he did with Tim Robbins? Bad Boys with oh, uh, nothing Bad to Boys, lose with Tim Robbins. Nothing, nothing to, to lose, lose with Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. That movie is one of my like. I love that movie. Nothing to lose. And even like the last Bad Boys was good. The pandemic one, Bad Boys and, for Life. Yeah, that was fun. And he's yeah. in fucking then, Wild Hogs. He's in that. He is in Wild Hogs. Yeah. And, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, uh, yeah. Black Knight. Oh, yep. I forgot about that movie. Okay. Na- National Security is a really good one, too. Yeah. Here's what National I Security like is hilarious. About, here's what I like about Nothing to Lose. When he attempted to carjack Tim Robbins or whatever, he had a gun, a gun to his head, and Tim Robbins just starts driving. Martin Lawrence is like, uh, just let me out of the car. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, and Tim Robbins really is not a comedic actor whatsoever. No, not no. totally. But it was a really funny role of, or in National Security when he goes, I got arrested for DWB. And they're like, what's that? He goes, driving while black. <laughs> and, uh, it, and he's one of the, and to me, if you're really going to transcend and be like a worldwide amazing actor, you have to have a really good animated movie too. And he was good in open season. He was. 
So yeah, he was the bear. Yeah, he was Boog. I forgot <laughs> about that. Bro, I love those movies. The open season movies are awesome. I think we just. Boog I think I got to put them best the best. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna do the same thing just because he did not do a movie that I hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Martin Lawrence is definitely best of the best. And don't forget Life with Eddie Murphy. Yes, that's a good one. And even though the British version was like known and people liked it better, I like that Death at a Funeral movie too that he was in. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, with all the other black, like Chris Rock and yeah. Kevin Hart. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, Tracy Morgan. That's a good one. Yeah, All right. I love Tracy Morgan. Yeah, hopefully we get to him. Is it my turn? Yeah. I'm going to go with this role and this one performance that he did is my favorite comedy movie. And growing up, there was something about this dude's movies that fucking I loved. Nowadays, not as much. He's kind of lost a little favor with me. Uh, especially because he's done more. He's good at dramatic roles too. I, I'm going with Jonah Hill. Super Bad is one of the greatest comedy movies of all time, and it's like a and it's like a generational one too. To like people in that generation that grew up and watched that fucking love it. And I'm one. <laughs> Can I throw out a couple other roles here that's actually gonna? And I'm not necessarily a Jonah Hill guy, but I am a fan of these movies. Yeah, I got so many. Uh, accepted. Yeah. Not really for him, but yeah. But I, I think he was a good supporting actor in there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like the the role that he played. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that, like, you know, uh, and first of all, like, that, that boardroom scene at the end of that movie, that's, like, one of the greatest, you know, ending movie scenes or, like, ending movie, like, yeah, it's one of the greatest scenes in the history of films, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I did like. I never saw Twenty One Jump Street, but I enjoyed the hell out of Twenty Two Jump Street. They're both like. They're both. They're both hilarious. So good. Like when Channing Tatum hold on. When Channing Tatum was trying to hold on to him, and Jonah's just like, uh, "You have your hands on my dick." <laughs> and he goes, "No, you're still grabbing my dick." <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Bobby, go, you can't forget it? A, you can't forget about his role in uh, Click either as Adam Sandler's son growing up. That was funny. Is the fat version? Of the, yeah, you're right. I really like the movie The Sitter too. You guys remember that one? Simmons yeah, yeah. That was a really that was like a favorite of mine growing up. Uh, I'm gonna put Jonah Hill at funny just because I'm not I'm not too big of a Jonah Hill guy, but I did yeah. like Superbad a lot. And I like 21 and 22 Jump Street a lot. For the stuff I named off, I'm going to put him in funny. To me, just like Farley, if you have a hit, that's a hit. Even if you're a one-hit wonder, Seth and Superbad is one of my favorite performances of all time. With the moment with McLovin and like when he didn't want to go and get the booze, and he's like, "What if I don't, Seth?" And he's like, "I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> he's like, "I'll rip your face up." Like. <laughs> Shit like that, I gotta put him in hilarious. I, I maybe not best of the best, but he's definitely hilarious for me. 
Uh, my favorite fucking line that he ever did was in 21 Jump Street when he was talking to the bitches. And he's like, well, I'm not just over here thinking popping each other's assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she said it and then he said it back. Yeah, he's like, I don't think of popping each other's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. All right, Bob, who do you got? Oh, uh, there's still right. a lot on the board, surprisingly. Yeah, there is. I'm gonna throw one out here. If you, I'm gonna throw one out here, right? And if all three of us don't say best of the best, we have a huge problem. And that's going to be the Canadian king, the Canadian king of comedy, one of the all-time greats as both a leading man and a co-lead, and that would be the one and only Jim Carrey. Best of the best. Best of the best. There's no doubting. uh, No. He's the best. All right, so he did have some duds. Yeah, but. But Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Mask, uh, Dumb and Dumber, I think, is the dumbest fucking... I hated that movie. I but, don't like that movie either. But... I don't like it I either. I did enjoy him and Bruce Almighty. I was about to say, the, the movie set in our home in Buffalo. Come on. Bruce Almighty is one of my favorites. Bruce That's Almighty for me. Is, is a... I know a lot of yep. people are saying, oh, it's shameful and all that or whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. But also, too, I'm going to throw, like, an underrated movie out there, even though I don't know if it's necessarily a comedy, but he was kind of funny. When he was Colonel Stars and Stripes and Kick-Ass 2. Now, unfortunately, they killed him in there. Uh, To me, just Ace Ventura Pet Detective is going to make him, to me, Yeah, uh, he's done way more than that, but I see what you're saying. Way more, absolutely. The first first Ace Ventura as well. You can't forget his fucking um, Riddler in the Batman movie, which was <laughs> arguably arguably the best part of that entire movie was Jim Carrey's performance of the Riddler because he was fucking hilarious. In the, movie. Let him go. Oh, in the Grinch. The Grinch. 100% The yeah. Grinch. Uh, yes, man. That movie he did with um, that one girl, what's it called? That one where he's, a, he's rich and then he loses all his money. Yep. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, it's not failure to launch because that's Matthew McConaughey. So he's rich and he lost oh. all his cash. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. I don't mind dropping a name on the fucking name of that movie, dude. It was a fucking great movie. He's done so many. The Dumb and Dumber Twos. He was in Anchorman. I'm pretty sure the second one. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Popper's Penguins. Me, myself, and Irene. Fun with Dick and Jane is a fun movie. That's what I was talking about. He was rich and they lost all their money, so they started selling everything. That one. And can we talk about another top ten comedy of mine, Liar Liar? Liar Liar, absolutely. That movie's hilarious. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins I thought was a really good family movie. I've always been an... It's kind of an underrated and like a cult hit. I thought he was good as like a bad guy kind of in the cable guy. That's a yeah. that's a weird movie. And I, I kinda like him in that. Yeah. And uh, and he's the bad guy in the new Sonic movies. Oh yeah, he's Doctor Robotnik and he fucking kills it. Yeah. yeah. He kills it. Also an, another one uh that we probably forgot, you know, he was the voice of Horton and Horton hears a who. 
Oh. Yeah, before he hears the Who. And he did the animated remake of A Christmas Carol. He was Scrooge. Yeah, that's true. So, yes, to me, you know, for me, he is in Best of the Best because there was only a, a few bad movies that he did. And the funny thing is, like, a lot of the because he did such different shit too. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys, like, oh, it's like a premise. Oh, you're in New York, or you're a cop, or you're what? Like he was God. <laughs> he was fucking. Like he's liar, liar is an incredible premise for a movie. Like he was in really cool, like fun, different movies. Yeah, and he um, was also a very good stand-up, even though he didn't do stand-up very much. No, you're right. Me, me myself, and I, Irene is a very underrated movie because, like, when he finally gets pushed after his wife leaves him in the movie, yeah. Uh, to raise kids, and he has to raise kids that aren't even his. Like, when she runs off with the asshole who impregnated her with triplets. Yeah. And they don't even take the kids. They leave the kids with him. And the kids are technically the only people that respect him. The only... And the th- he's one of those actors that can do serious shit, too. Because yeah. uh, the Truman Show, very good movie. The Andy Kaufman movie, very good movie. Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is still one of my favorite movies. And that First of all, look. Jim Carrey's performance as Andy Kaufman is one of the best biopic and performances, like, ever. 100%. His, how accurate he played Andy Kaufman was top level. He, he was Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Man on the Moon. Is that was great. incredible. That that was the movie. That was the movie that showed the world that Jim Carrey can really fucking act. Yeah. And that, the thing was, it was a bust, but it was such a good performance. It was a fantastic uh, performance. He played as Andy Kaufman. Yeah, best of the best. Hundred percent. Your turn, doggy. All right. So thinking about this for a little bit, I'm actually going to go with somebody who uh sitcom actor but has done a couple has done a couple of movies. Paul Reiser. I like him. I've always like I think he's kind of an OG, especially in the sitcom space. Yeah. I know he had a lot of bo- I like that show on Amazon where he's the golfer. Was that Red Oak? Or- Red Oaks, yeah. I remember seeing a couple episodes of that with you, and I, I'm like, all right, yeah, this is, and he's gonna be back in that Beverly Hills Cop four. Yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff to me. He's always kind of uh, aside and to his main character things, but besides that one big one back in the day, the big sitcom he was on, Mad About You, which is very, all right, which doesn't get a lot of love, by the way, because it was overshadowed because it's in a time period. Uh, that had, it's in a time period and on a network where th- you have Frasier, you have Friends, you have Seinfeld. When they started, they started in Cheers' last season. Okay? Mm-hmm. But when you are overshadowed by three of the other biggest sitcoms in the world that are on your network... Uh, you necessarily don't get a lot of love, but it also had a seven-year run, run, and it's actually like one of it, to me, it's one of the more underrated ones. Yeah. Uh, 
but also to one of his film roles, and I don't think he really had that many, but one of his film roles where he was kind of a main guy was in the movie Bye Bye Love. Uh, where it actually, he was with Randy Quaid, Matthew Modine, a very young Elijah Dushku, who was... Uh, she was, she was a total smoke show. <laughs> Me and Bobby are on the same page for that Elijah one. Elijah Dushku, total smoke show, bro. Oh, yeah, egg clapper in front of the whole family. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he uh, he played, or, or like she played Paul Reiser's daughter in the movie. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was in it. Rob Reiner from All in the Family, he was in it. He actually directed the movie, I think. Uh, Janine Garofalo, she was in it. Uh, A a younger, uh, this is before he became a complete scumbag, Danny Masterson was in it. Okay. Now he's out here fucking, he don't give a fuck if you say no, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Let him run away. But, uh, but Paul Reiser, I'd put in funny. I, I would too, and he's very he's very low key funny. Yeah, I put him in mediocre just because I'm not too familiar. Okay. What you got, Daniel? I'm trying to think of somebody like shitty, but uh, there's because we don't have anybody in complete ass cheeks yet, and. But there's somebody that I really want to put out there who who passed a little bit ago, who I was a big fan of, who never really got to make it in film too much, but I love dirty work. I'm going with Norm MacDonald. I love this. I, I, I love this guy. He's the man. Okay. He you, was, know, he, you know he was the original voice of death in, uh, in Family Guy? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Was he? Yeah. Before Adam Carolla took over. That's hilarious. Norm MacDonald is one of the funny, like as far as like stand-ups and just funny people, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But, His show was really good too. Yeah, the Norm show. Yeah, right I now. I put him at I put him at funny because of the Norm MacDonald show. Yes, I used to love that show. Now I think him putting Artie him putting Artie on the show kind of killed it. <laughs> I like her, and he always liked Dirty, and Artie was good at Dirty work with him I, too. I, I liked Artie too, but when he got added to the show, the ratings went down. Yeah, I I always loved Norm McDonald. My facts. I know Norm McDonald's fucking hilarious for me. I've always enjoyed him, and he did a lot of cameo stuff in movies. But and I think to me, his one big lead is Dirty Work. That's yeah. a great movie, and oh. that's that's a Bob Saget directed movie too, by the way. Uh, oh, it's, it's, I believe it. Uh, also, he was the dog in uh, Doctor Doolittle. That's true. I think he was actually hit because they did like three like direct the video sequel or direct the video ones like right after uh or, like two or three like direct the video ones after Dr. Doolittle 2 because I think there was five of them all together. Really? Yeah. Kyla Pratt did all of them and I'm pretty sure he did all but one. Because there was the one where she got sent to a uh, 
she got sent to a ranch or to a uh, a dude ranch, and uh, he uh, the character of Lucky the dog he actually went with her. Uh, okay, but uh, where did you put him? So I, I, I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> to me, because he is a very funny man, and one of my like favorite memories of him is he's on. David Letterman, and they're talking about smoking, about how he's a smoker. He goes, oh, you a lifelong smoker? Or David goes, you a lifelong smoker? He goes, not lifelong. He goes, well, you've been smoking most of your life, right? He goes, what, since one? (laughs) (laughs) And Dave just kind of looked. He's just like, (laughs) Dave just kind of looked away because Norm just made him look like an idiot. Yeah. Uh. To me, I, I gotta put him. I gotta put him in hilarious. I think he's, I think he's fucking funny. I think he's hilarious, and I absolutely love the guy. I put him in hilarious too. All right, Bobby. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Our little list we got going on here, kind of a sausage fest. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a woman in the ranch here. I think as far as women comedic performances in a movie, I'm going to name one of the best, and that's going to be Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, that run that she went on after Bridesmaids might be one of the best movie runs in comedy I've ever seen. Male or female. And don't forget, she was also yeah. in Mike and Molly for... Yeah, but that was kind yeah, of Mike after and that. Yeah, Mike and the did, did that start that before Bridesmaids? Did Mike and Molly that start before Bridesmaids? Mike, Mike and Molly started, I think, in 2010. Okay. And, well, isn't Bridesmaids around that same time? Oh, no, it was like 2012, 2013. Okay, well, it kind of coincides, but that Bridesmaids is 2011. So around the same... That time period, and for the next 10 years, she was the fucking lead female in every female-led comedy movie. She was the fucking... Yeah, and that movie she, she did with um, Sandra Bullock was my favorite one. The Heat, Where she's right? a police officer. Yeah, The Heat. That's a good one. That was a good one. That's a great Spies. movie. Identity Theft with Jason Bateman was hilarious. Yeah, so good. Spies with Jason Statham, right? Yeah, That's where you movie. actually get to see a different side. Like, you have, like, the the, the big hero uh, always kicking ass Jason Statham. And in this movie, he plays a complete dipshit. Yeah. And you can't forget that she was one of the uh, lead women in the female Ghostbusters remake, which I actually thought was pretty funny because of Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I was going to say, I wasn't going to bring that up because I don't like that movie. And it's, it has nothing I, I to do with the like I kind of liked it because she's funny and that one girl from SNL, I don't know her real name, that blonde, kooky-looking lady. Yeah. She's hilarious. Oh, Kristen Wiig? She's always funny. No, not Kristen Wiig, the other one. The one that's in the science lab in that movie and she's wearing those goggles and she's on SNL. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. Remember. I don't. Remember. I don't know her name. I don't know her name, but she's funny. She plays like a crazy, like a crazy oh, lady all the time. Kate McKinnon. It's probably her, right? Yeah, yeah, her. 
Okay. Yeah, she was a villain in the Super Pets movie. Right. Uh, but Melissa McCarthy, I think I I would definitely put her in hilarious. I put her there too. And remember, she had she was in the uh, the movie. I can't remember the name of it, but she was the corporate executive that got arrested for insider trading or whatever. Yes. And then she had to move in with her uh, with her former assistant. I'd almost put her in best of the oh, best. Oh yeah. As far as the females, I think she's one of the tops. Tammy's a really good I, movie. As far as movies go, I think Melissa McCarthy is the best female comedic actor. It's kind of hard to argue that point. I mean, that's where I'm going to put her. To be honest, I if if, it go, if we're going strictly against, I really think she is like the best comedic female actress to be in a movie. Like, I can't come up with another woman that's funnier than her in a movie. I can come up with funnier women than her that are stand-up comedians, but not in movies. I think I might have one. I don't know if she's funnier, but she might be on the same board. Uh, you but go I go first. first right? You go first. All right, I'm going to throw out a name of a guy who's more annoying than funny. Who? John Lovitz. Oh, okay. Oh, John Lovitz in Benchwarmers was hilarious. <laughs> he would, he's been hilarious in certain movies, and he's part of that Adam Sandler you know, yeah. tree. Yeah, he is. That Adam Sandler tree that needs a lot of trimming, by the way. Oh, uh, the Rat Pack? Yes. John Lovitz. John Lovitz has never been a leading man, no. and there's a reason why. Uh, certain movies, yes, he was good. I do think that he is probably the cause of death for news radio. Because you bring him in to replace Phil Hartman. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. News Radio is an underrated show, though. It's, Joe Rogan's really good. Yeah, no, it's, it's an underrated show, and I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying is that John Lovitz replacing Phil Hartman was not a good idea because you can't replace Phil Hartman. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting Lovitz in... Uh, I got to go dull. Mediocre. Uh, yeah, I think mediocre. You're probably right. Well, here's where I'm going to put him. Where? We were looking for somewhere... Uh, we were looking for somebody to put in there. I'm not necessarily a fan of him because to me he just annoys the shit out of me. I'm putting him in complete ass cheeks. Uh, yeah, I can't go that far, but I feel you. All right. All right, Dan, your turn. I have, just to get another vag in here. <laughs> now that we got Melissa McCarthy, I'm gonna go with a woman that's. To me, she's a good writer. She was great, uh, a great skit comic, good on SNL. Uh, Tina Fey. I, I really like her. Uh, I like Tina Fey. She could yeah. have serious roles, but she could also be funny. Yes. What was that movie I with? Would, uh... Oh, go ahead, Bob. I would put Tina Fey in either funny or hilarious. I'm. As far as women go, I don't think she moves the needle as much as Melissa McCarthy does. I don't know. She wrote Mean Girls, and that was like a seminal movie. I don't know why she wrote she it again. She did Mean and, Girls, and she was also a writer of 30 Rock, too, if you forgot about that. Yeah, that was a great show. 
That was a long-running show. I'm not like nothing against. I like Tina Fey. She's very funny. She's been in a lot of good things. I like that movie with Steve Carell. What is it? Date Night. <laughs> That's a funny ass movie. Oh, I, I thought it was Game Night. No, it's no, date, date Night. Oh no, that's Jason Bateman. No, it's her and Carell. No, I don't know. Game, game, game Night. Oh, Game Night, right. But I'll tell you a movie she did do with Bateman. True. That this is where I leave you. Oh, okay. Underrated film. Jason Bateman plays the lead asshole because he's an asshole throughout the majority of the movie, but then like you finally they start to crack the shell a little bit. But she is underrated in there. Because uh, it's a, a nice, like, kind of dark family movie. Yeah. But there's, like, sweet sentimental moments in there. Uh, Sisters is a really good movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> her and, uh, isn't, that, isn't that her and Polar? Yeah. Who are, they're obviously good friends and they make good shit together. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put her in Hilarious. Yeah, I put her there, too. All right, we'll, we'll do a few more each. Uh, Bobby, who you got next? All right. I'm going to say this guy because I can't believe he hasn't been said yet, and he's definitely – I'm at least going to put him in one of the best of the best. He's had numerous movies where he has been the lead man. He's had animated movies. He is a current Marvel actor. And that is going to be Ryan Reynolds. Best of the best. I agree. Hilarious. Best of the best. I, I'm just going to put him in hilarious because he has done a couple of movies that I just didn't like. Like what? Uh, trying to think of it off the top. Oh, the, the, one, the one movie with Sandra Bullock I thought was stupid. The Proposal? Yeah. <laughs> that movie was amazing. What are you talking about? That's one of his best movies. Doug hates it. Doug should fuck you. I wasn't yeah, a fan movie, of that. All his, all his Deadpool movies are amazing. His Deadpool performance is absolutely top-notch. That kind of what puts that him episode, in the best. That, that exactly. And the fucking... Um, um, what's that movie called? The, the the one that came out with him and The Rock and Gal Gadot, Red Notice, that was funny. The it movie was. with Samuel L. Jackson, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Those movies are fucking hilarious. I'll tell you, one of his movies that I really did like was that R.I.P.D. <laughs> and that one bombed. That, one, that, was, is a pretty fun that movie. one bombed hard, yeah. That was a fun <laughs> but, movie. And I liked um, the Pokemon movie was good, the Pikachu movie. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking amazing. Uh, and how about, uh, I know the Freaky Friday trust been used so many times, but I love Bateman, too. The Change-Up's a really good movie. Yeah, I'm not a Jason Bateman fan, so I'm not. I said it we was a funny one. Uh, Even though the movie bombed, The Green Lantern was amusing. Uh, he, he's been in a lot of good shit. He's known for rom-coms, too, from earlier in the day. But, uh, yeah, his like, rom coms are what I like. Yeah, he's good. At Just Friends is a great movie. Just Friends is one of the best. One of the best rom coms in the movie Waiting. Yes. 
The proposal to Sandra Bullock is a fantastic movie. No, it's not. <laughs> God damn you, dog. <laughs> Son of a bitch, dog. I put him He's in the back of the Ryan Reynolds is like universally loved too. And he's on that one episode of Family Guy. Remember when he lives across the street from Peter? Yeah, yes. and he wouldn't leave Peter alone. Well, yeah, and he kept Peter kept thinking he was gay. <laughs> yes. In that Free Guy movie where he's the NPC character in the video game, Free Guy, that was a good movie too. Yeah, Free Guy was pretty good. All right, uh, Doug, who you got? All right, so I kind of wanted to... uh, Trying to think here, because I'm trying to think of another comedic uh, actress. There's Slim Pickens. There's not many that are great. I'm going to go with one... Already did it. Uh, I'm going to go with one that uh, a lot of people might not. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with a different one. I'm going to go with Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley? Yeah. Uh, she was from Cheers. She was in the Look Who's Talking movies. She's uh, dead? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> she died last year. Oh, wow. Uh, now, just because I picked her doesn't mean I... I think she's that funny. I think she's mediocre. Yeah, I'd probably put her in. I'd, I'd probably go dull. R.I.P., but... Yeah. I'll do the same thing. But I do have to say her Cheers role was very good. Her yeah. Cheers role was very good, and then she had another uh, sitcom that started off as successful because they put it in the, the Thursday night NBC uh, lineup which was Veronica's closet, but then when you start moving that shit around, when you go from one of the most, uh, you know, watched television lineups, which is Thursday nights on NBC, to then get moved to Mondays, then you get moved to Wednesdays. Yeah. Like, you're, you get moved around too much, and that's, NBC had a horrible reputation for doing that. Had they didn't do that, then the show would have been more successful. All right, my turn? Yeah. This guy, I've never gotten it, why people like him or why. I've always thought that he's only got what he's got because of his friends. And like Seth Rogen, that pack we were talking about earlier, Franco, all those guys I love. I never understood the shine on this guy. I'm going with Jay Baruchel, the guy from This Is the End and all that. I don't yeah, I don't. I would put him in. He's that skinny, twerpy fucking dude. That's yeah, in the skinny kid in Seth Rogen's movie. Oh fuck that guy! I'm putting him in complete ass cheeks because I never understood it. He was in Tropic Thunder too. He's been in really good movies, but I've never found him to be the funny guy. Yeah, I put him there too. Yeah, how do you spell yeah, that? Ass. So I can. So we got to ask cheek somebody. Yeah, we do. Even though Doug's got Lovitz in there too. Uh, 
I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I couldn't actually, I couldn't actually spell there. his last name, so I just put down Jay. What's his fuck? <laughs> All right, Bob. All right, we're gonna throw a little love towards our uh, towards our little uh, tiny brown people friends, and we're gonna go uh, Dr. Ken Jong. No, we're not. <laughs> I, I mean, no, we'll go there, but I'm not throwing love. If anything, I'm throwing poop. <laughs> I hate this. Well, you don't like. Oh I my hate god! This no. How the fuck no. can you hate Doctor Ken? He is complete ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He he's a doctor. Doctor Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a doctor because he won a tournament of the game operation. <laughs> oh, he's a real doctor. But he's a real doctor, dog. He has a practicing medical license. What are you talking about? Yeah, because he won a bunch of operation games. That's the only way he'd become a, a fucking and doctor. He's been on what's Duke? But he's a he fucking has. Idiot. He's a fucking. And Ken Jong has a killer resume, dude. The Hangover movies, fucking knocked up role models. He's a judge on the Mass Singer, the Community Show. These fucking cheeks. I already, I already <laughs> put him in complete ass cheeks. Fuck that guy. So who's better, uh, Dr. Ted Jung or Bobby Lee? Oh, definitely Bobby Lee. I was. You don't like Bobby Lee? No, Doug likes him. Yeah. Okay, I like Bobby Lee more than Ken Jung, but Ken Jung is good. I put him at funny. Uh, yeah, I, Ken I, Jung is funny. If you, Ken Jung is good if you like dog shit. <laughs> I don't hate him. I, to me, all the movies you just named, Bob, he's the Hangover guy. He was the yeah, he exactly, was the, dude. Mr. Chow is funny as fuck. Dude. He was Mr. Chow. He was the silly little guy from The Hangover. To me, that's enough to put him in funny for me. Oh, you fuck a me. <laughs> I don't think you can do much. <laughs> Actually, you can't. Mr. Chow, dude, is one of the funniest fucking side characters in any comedy movie, dude. Yeah, he's pretty funny. All right, who do you got? Uh, I mentioned him kind of earlier. Uh. When I and when I upset Bobby by saying that this guy was actually funnier than Steve Martin. Uh, Chevy Chase. I put him at funny. Uh, to me, especially when we talk about the hit, the hits, Christmas Vacation is enough. Christmas Vacation is enough. Also, uh, in the movie Fletch, and Fletch lives. Yes. And then he's got a couple of a couple of different side roles. Uh, but Christmas Vacation to me is definitely enough. For me to put him in fun. I mean, from what I've heard, he's a pretty big asshole behind the scenes. But as far as like his work, he's really good. And he's like he's like the original, the OG. Like fucking Caddyshack, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just done so much good shit. Uh, yeah. I I put him in hilarious. I put him in funny. What do we all got? One more each, and then we're done with this, or two more? We'll do two more because there's a lot on the table, sir. Okay. But we're right. running out of I got two more left. All right. 
I'm going to come out the gate for my second to last with a huge heavy hitter because we can't miss him. Seth Rogen. Uh, I'm not necessarily a fan Hilarious. of him, but I do think there are some movies where he is really good. I'll just get it out of the way, way right away. I'm just going to say funny. Okay. I'm putting him in Hilarious because Zach and Mary make a porno by itself. That could be his only movie on his resume, and that alone would put him in the Hilarious category. I love that movie. And that's another that, one. Elizabeth Zachary Banks is, a, is hilarious. That movie, yeah. Elizabeth Banks is a, is, a, is a, I wouldn't say she's a hilarious actress, but she's a very good actress. She's and Craig great. Robinson in that movie, fuck you motherfuckers. <laughs> that movie is, Craig Robinson is funny as fuck in that movie. Can I get a but coffee black? <laughs> Can't you see we're talking white? In <laughs> <laughs> the all anal trilogy, Revenge of the Shit. <laughs> Zach and Mary is a great fucking movie <laughs> That movie but, alone puts Rogan in hilarious But he's got many many other movies Like he's in that um, that Monsters vs. Aliens movies Because he's the fucking He's the blob Yeah To me and I then got, he's I got, got go Knocked up He got knocked up Dude Seth Rogan's got a lot He's got a lot of good The, the Neighbors movies that's what I'm saying, and that's why I'm putting him in best of the best because he's one of the. When we talk about big runs, he's one of those guys that had like blockbuster comedy after blockbuster. Pineapple Express, man, like he's the Pineapple he wrote. Express, yeah. He wrote Superbad, my favorite movie. He wrote that fucking thing, and he was the funny cop in that. Him and fucking uh, who from SNL? Uh, who was the other cop? Bill some Bill Hader. Him and Bill. Bill Hader, Hader. yeah, Bill Hader. They were hilarious in that. Uh, Seth Rogen has had just an iconic run. Does his laugh make me want to run into a brick wall sometimes? Yes. Sausage Party is one of the best animated movies of all time. <laughs> and what started out, like, I remember the trailer for that, and then, like, it started off as, like, a nice family movie, and then you see a sausage get killed, and it's like, all right, this is not dark turns. <laughs> it's not what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to go best of the right. best, but I see where you guys are coming from. No, I'll go best of the best, too, to be honest, because I'm, I'm remembering more. There are a lot of things with Seth Rogen that I've extremely liked throughout the years. Yeah, he's done so much successful stuff. Like he, the interview, like a lot of his Franco stuff. Yeah, just every, yeah he's had so many good ones. I'm going to come out the gate with a heavy hitter, too, because I can't believe he, he missed him as well for my next one. Arguably considered the king, the goat of comedy movies. He has his own production company. He's written several fucking top of the line comedy movies. He himself has several top shelf level comedy movies. And that is the king, the Sandman, Adam Sandler. I thought he was going to throw a curveball and say David Spade. He's funny too, but David Adam Spade is fucking hilarious. Adam Sandler, is. best of the best. He's the king. It's kind of hard to not put him in best of the best. And then here's the thing: a and lot of people try to years, shit on him. People try to shit on him, but guess what? He's the most. He's got the biggest resume, the most amount of work put into this industry than any other actor does. Well, he has the biggest crew of people behind him, and, and arguably he has the best set of comedians, including himself, that are around him for movies and actors. Yes, 
Okay, so he brought all his boys up too, which is admirable. So I'm, and I'm in gonna, recent years, I'm, he's shown that he's much more than just a comedic actor. That he's shown that he can go the depth with an acting performance. Yeah, he. It, a lot of people like talk about like little Nicky or Jack and Jill and try to break him down and say that he went on a run of bad movies. But when you think of Those are the only wedding, two in my opinion. Yes. When you think of like some of his greatest, right? Uh Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, that early run that people love, the wedding singer. But even if the you go into Big Daddy and, and even if Big you go Daddy's into Big Daddy's my favorite Daddy, movie of his. That's my favorite, too. Longest Yard's right up there. That's one of my favorite Longest movies. Yard is my second favorite. I absolutely love both of those movies. We and talked Mr. About Deeds is another one. Mr. Deeds. So good. There's so many that run. I remember there was a Christmas where Sharon got you, me, and Mindy all different Adam Sandler movies. That's how fucking big he was. That we could just each get an Adam Sandler movie, and there's your Christmas. And if we're speaking about Christmas, you can't forget about Eight Crazy Nights. The animated fun, movie. Yeah, that's a fun animated movie. Grown Ups, when he gets his buddies together, yeah. and it's like a roast session. That's a great movie. Uh, another movie you can say, too, and I've seen a few clips of this, is that that, uh, that uh, That's My Boy. Yeah, with yeah. Andy Sandberg. Yeah. It's a good, it's an all right one. <laughs> and also, Hotel Transylvania. I mean, he got yeah, three movies every out of that. That was a big, like we said, everybody needs an animated franchise. He had one. Uh, Pixels, which I think is very, uh, a lot of people don't give a lot of love to, but that's just He's in that stupid. new animated movie called Leo, where he's, a, yeah. he's like a lizard. So, to me, and I, I put him in best of the best because of, especially that early movie run, where you had uh, Airheads, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, which I didn't really like Billy Madison at all. Oh, I love that movie. What? It's, oh, man. That but, was such a good movie. The, dude, I, I can't believe none of us mentioned The Waterboy. Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> so, but that's part of that early run where it's, you know, Airheads, uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Wedding Singer, then Waterboy, then Big Daddy, then Mr. Deeds. You know, you throw little Nicky in there, which a lot of people don't like, but I actually did. Yeah. I did not like that movie. Fifty first days. Him and Drew Barrymore. Him and and Drew Barrymore and him and Jennifer Anderson have perfect chemistry. Yeah. With those two girls. What uh just go with it, I think, was the one with him and uh Aniston, right? Yeah, and then you got the murder mystery movies from recently. Yeah. I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Come on. Yeah. We got to make this room more gay. Uh, We don't have to make this room more gay. Anyway. uh... (laughs) Yeah, we got you in it. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Fuck you. No, Adam Sandler is the best of the best. There's no one better than him. I mean, I have about seven other people in the category with him, but. Yeah, me too. It's me now, right? Yeah. My second to last? Yes. Oh, shit. John Goodman. It's a good pick. Uh, obviously, he's known more for the uh, sitcom. 
Roseanne. But he was like in because he was in the Big Lebowski. He was the bad guy. Yeah. He played Fred Flintstone in uh, he did play Fred in, Flintstone. in the live action Flintstones. Oh, which to me I was actually. Him that funny. I, I would probably do the same thing because him playing Fred Flintstone was like the perfect role for him. Because yeah. Fred Flintstone, you know, in the Flintstones, obviously is a miserable fuck, and that's actually what John Goodman was as Dan Connor. So it just it made sense. So I'd put him in funny too. John Goodman. Who's your last one, Dan? I'm gonna go with somebody who maybe does not get that much love, but I think he has done a couple funny things. Seth Green. Chris from Family Guy. <laughs> Uh, I, I would that him playing Chris and Family Guy should put him in complete ass cheeks, but I think he's actually done better stuff. I put him in mediocre just because of Chris. Chris is the only thing that Seth Green has done that I like. Without a paddle is an all time. I was great. gonna mention that. That's <laughs> a good movie, but that's not just him in it. Because fucking um, what's that other guy? The guy who played Shaggy, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, you got Lillard and you got Dax Shepard in that one, but yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Seth Green. He's a Philly kid too, but I I, I, put I him like him. I'm actually gonna put him in funny because I I do think he's got a good sense of humor. All right, Bobby. This is my last one. Your last one. All right. Well, I wasn't going to go heavy. I wasn't going to end with a big hitter, but for the fact that he hasn't been even mentioned yet in, like, a side conversation, I'm, i got to throw him out there because he's too prestigious not to throw his name in this in this category. And we're going to go with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. There's something I'm putting him that at- I... Go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. I agree. No, I'm, I agree with what you were going to say that there are some of his movies that I don't that I don't like. I 100% agree. But Talladega Nights and Set Brothers alone puts him at best of the best. Yes. Night of the Roxbury too. That's Night of the Roxbury was a very funny movie, and and even I'm not too much of a big fan of the movies, but the Anchorman movies, those were a smash. And I go back to your home on Horror Island. I actually like Get Hard. Yeah. Get Hard Kevin with Kevin Hart. Hart that was, oh, they fucking out there in San Quentin. <laughs> yeah. So then, I'm going to put him, like, I'm going to put him in mediocre. He goes best of the best for me. Because he's just, like, I brought up old school earlier. He's fucking amazing in that movie. We're uh, going straight yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember kicking and screaming when he was the soccer coach? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, really love Mike Dicka. Screaming. Yeah, Mike Dicka. Yeah. It's a yeah. great movie. And, like, I don't know. I just Step Brothers and Talladega Nights Alone put them up there. And you can't forget about the Elf movie because the Elf is one of the most prestigious Christmas movies since it was created. Yeah, people watch that every year. Santa! <laughs> People watch that every year. That's some people's favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite. That's my personal favorite Christmas movie. I'm one of those people. Elf is my favorite Christmas movie, and it's not even close. 
that's a fantastic movie. All right, Doug, who's your last one? Send us home. All right. Uh, go home. Uh, all right. He is, I feel like if we don't mention this guy, we're going to get a lot of hate mail, you know, more than usual. Yeah. Uh, John Candy. He's oh, 100%. Best of the best. Best of the best. Uncle Buck's one of my Uncle favorites. Buck. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Plane trains. trains and automobiles. Spaceballs. All right. To me, uh, three movies that he was like the main star in put him in best of the best. Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And then, uh, what was the third one? Oh, uh, even though it's kind of like more of like a romantic comedy, but he was still pretty funny in this, Only the Lonely. Okay. Okay. But he's also had some good side roles, like when he was in Rookie of the Year. That's a good movie. As, as yeah. a baseball minister. Yeah. Uh but Uncle There's, Buck is uh, my all time. Uncle Buck is probably in my top ten or top five. So for me, he's definitely best of the best. I know we're about to be over with, but when we're done with this guy, we have one other guy that we have to throw in here because we can't miss him. You'll get There's hate mail if you don't include him. There's, There's at least lot. one more you have to include, and I'll say Who it when is? we're done with when we're done with uh, John Candy. We're oh. done with John well, Candy. I put him in best of the best. All right, but we can't. I'm personally, I'm not. I like him, not too huge of a fan, but we can't forget the late great Robin Williams. Oh, all right, so this one's a little more controversial because he's had some really good comedy roles. Yeah, he's had some different, but he's also had some really dark roles too. But yeah, this is Doubtfire. <laughs> this is Doubtfire. The first Jumanji. This Doubtfire. Flubber, Jumanji. Yeah. He was, wasn't he fucking Hook in the Peter Pan movie, or wasn't he in the Peter he Pan was. movie, he was too? Peter Pan. He was also the genie in Aladdin. Yep. Uh, and that, and that last, one of the last movies he did before he died was Peter Dinklage, The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. That movie was hilarious. I'll throw another one in there, the one where he was president for a little bit, that man of the year. Yeah, and and uh, the Night at the Museums. And as far as sitcoms, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, Mork and Mindy. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to put him at least in Hilarious. What was the one where I, he I, was... I put him in Hilarious, too. He is hilarious. What's the one with the sick kids? Is that Patch Adams? Yeah. Yeah, he's that's, hilarious. That's all I have. We, we just couldn't forget Robin Williams, dude. He's too... One of those prestigious guys we couldn't leave out. Yeah. Well, we've left off about like 10 or 20. So we left of, out yeah. a lot of good ones, but, you know, there's some people who are at a certain level in their life where they have to be mentioned. Yeah. I'm sure Kevin Hart fans want to shoot us in the dick, but that's okay. If this was a stand-up comedy podcast, Kevin Hart would have been mentioned a long time ago. Yeah, but he's had so many fucking movies. Dude. Yeah, he and has good like, movies, but yeah, I don't know. I, Kevin to me, he's he's a stand up. 
I like him way more as a stand-up than an actor. I agree with you. And we could always revisit this topic at some point and add more names to a part two. Yeah. Because I'd love to talk about the Spades and the Kevin James and, you know. Yeah, we definitely left a few out. uh, Steve Carell, the Stillers. Yeah, exactly. But this was a lot of fun. Uh, Bob, we'll uh, we'll get you back at some point and we'll start talking about when we want to launch our shit. And, uh, yes, sir. Doug, that was a beautiful time. Does anybody have anything else? Are we good to go, folks? I think we're good to go. Cause I got to pee. All right. All right. Let's get let's out of a, here. Let's do a, do a stand-up comedy tier list the next time I'm on. All right. Let's do it. We'll do a stand-up tier list. Sounds good. All right. All right. We're out. Peace. Later. Doses. <laughs> it seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But we're in those good old-fashioned values on which we used to rely.